Welcome in to the Dream Team Fantasy Podcast. Derek, Jose, Chowder. What up? Poppy Chow Chow. Yo. In the house. For the draft. For draft coverage. Uh, we're getting close. Kind of. We're still like a month away, but. It's close. Right around the corner. Close enough. Uh, we are going to go ahead and. Uh, Break down today some quarterbacks and tight ends for the upcoming draft. But first, we got to get into all the news. Um, Aaron Rodgers still hasn't been traded. Shocker. Weird. Weird. But the Jets might be or seem to be just loading up for weapons for when he gets traded. I don't know. For someone to play quarterback. Yeah, they got signed Miko Hardman to a one year deal. Sounds like they are in talks with Odell Beckham Jr. On a contract, and then they already signed Ellen Lazard, which we talked about last week. Shipped off Elijah Moore to the Cleveland Browns for that him and a third for a second, I believe, was the trade. It's not bad. He was a second round pick. Yeah, it's actually pretty good for someone who hasn't lived up to it. Yeah. I mean, he had a good rookie year, and then. He also hasn't had the best quarterback play. He's not had very good quarterback play at all. Um, I don't know. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. Brandon Cooks is now a cowboy. Damn. Traded from the Texans. That's good Texans, for Texans made a lot of moves this past week. So Cooks good. now becomes the number two behind CeeDee Lamb and Dallas. I think it helps out. Uh, helps out Dak. Takes a little pressure off of CD having me the the guy. All right, we kind of talked about this before the podcast. Um, Carolina signed Adam Thielen to a three year deal <laughs> next year in fantasy football. Who are you taking first? Brandon Cooks, Adam Thielen. Brandon Cooks. I'm also Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Okay. Because I don't know who's going to play quarterback for the Panthers yet. I do. And I'd uh, still rather have it's Cooks. CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. Hopefully. More than Hands likely. down. Did you not hear McCown when he was talking to him? Oh, no. They're excited to play a game of horse. That's all no, I No, but he said when you get your house out in, in oh, Charlotte, shit. we'll find a court. Dave. That's what he said. So, just saying. But, yeah, I'm not. Lock it we, in. We were talking. I'm not a huge fan of the Adam Thielen signing. I think it's going to be a trap next year in fantasy football. Chowder I'm falling disag- for it. disagrees with me. I'm falling for it. Just these veteran receivers, like, towards the back end of their careers, switching teams. Like, who, who knows how long he's going to be there? He's probably not going to produce that much. Yeah. They're looking towards the future. They got he's a lot of rookies. going to be the man. Or not rookies, but a lot of young receivers there. Terrace Marshall Jr., um, whoever they draft this year, pretty I, sure they got more guys. I think he is kind of like AJ Green when he signed with the Cardinals. He might have himself a you know a decent year, but it's not going to be anything that's going to help you in fantasy. I think it's a good flex play, but we'll talk about that we'll later. See. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. But <coughs> back to the Texans because they. Uh, 
signed Dalton Schultz, tight end. That surprised me. I was hoping the Cowboys would retain him, you know. They signed him? I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Schultz is a... Is a Texan. When did that happen? I was quiet. Very quiet. Well, that was because last weekend ago. was fucking March Madness, which really went mad, so. <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, he's now a, a Texan. One year, $9 million deal. So, more than likely, whichever quarterback is, is available at two, will be a little safety blanket for them. Shocked he only did a one-year deal, too. Supposedly, the Texans prefer Bryce Young so they're happy if he goes he's there at number two yeah but I don't I don't know how you take Bryce Young over CJ Stroud we'll uh, talk about that <laughs> I'm just saying we'll and, talk about that <laughs> and then they also brought in Devin Singletary um another one-year deal three million dollars so hurts Damian Pierce a little bit yeah, I don't know what that backfield's gonna really look like. Singletary's nothing special, but he's a good running back. Damian Pierce showed a little bit more. Change of pace, guy, know. maybe third down. Picture. Yeah, but you were excited last year with Damian Pierce because he was the guy. Yeah, the workhorse on a yeah. terrible offense. <laughs> so it's like now if he's coming off the field, even a few more snaps, it's gonna gonna hurt his value. Mm-hmm. And then. Replacing Devin Singletary in Buffalo was Damian Harris, formerly of the Patriots. I have no idea what that signing means. He's not the the best back ever, but he's the probably the better one they've had in a while. You think he's Buffalo. gonna get more work than James Cook? I don't know how that's gonna be split up. As long as Cook doesn't fumble on the first play of his season. But Harris is definitely more experienced. Yeah, I've heard this doesn't necessarily take them out of the conversation to draft a running back. Or Derrick Henry still being shopped around. Yeah. Go out and get him, Buffalo. So is, so is Eckler, so is Delvin Cook. There's a lot of running backs Everybody hates there. running backs for some reason. Because they don't want to guarantee them too much money or long-term contracts is the, their longevity. Well, I'm trying to see what other news... Talked about Damon Harris. Ronald Jones goes to the Cowboys. Mm. No one cares. Um, talked, yeah. talked about Thielen already. Ronald Jones not hurting Pollard. He's just his backup. I don't even know if he's going to be the backup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's still, I mean, there's talks too that they could be in on Bajan. Uh, Everybody should be on in on Bajan. Yeah. His landing spot's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. There's definitely gonna goes. be trades in the first round. Somebody's gonna draft him early just because it's a talent. <clears throat> I I just don't know who. I don't know. I think the earliest I could see him going is probably eight to the Falcons. For when that's pretty freaking early. Yeah, but special talent, so. And I would do that, and then afterwards, if I were Atlanta, I'd go sign Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you and this Lamar Jackson thing. To Atlanta. And then uh, we have Ezekiel Elliott narrowed it down to three teams. The Philadelphia Eagles, Cincinnati Bengals, and the New York Jets. I don't know. Kind of bizarre teams. There's still rumors that Mixon could be a cut. 
with his so, antics. Yeah. Straight up just cut? Yeah. Wow. So I think it depends on probably what their team investigation into these whole ordeals he's had turns out. Yeah, so we have no news on the Lamar Jackson front other than uh, there was a memo just sent out to teams that one of Lamar's business partners who's been contacting them is no in no way an agent and they shouldn't talk to him. Something of that. Yeah, somebody's contacting teams. Let me see if I can pull up the memo. It was, I can't remember even what they called them either. The Ravens are probably just laughing their ass off right now. <laughs> NFLPA has informed us that a person by the name of Ken Francis, who is not an NFLPA certified agent, may be contacting clubs and attempting to persuade club personnel to enter into negotiations with or concerning Lamar Jackson. You think we could like find a number and like try to represent him and just call someone? I mean, uh, just call an NFL GM. Yeah, live we'll on the podcast. Like, hey, one day. Like, Hook us up with the number, <laughs> McAfee. What do you think about Lamar? Yeah, what huh? do you think? <laughs> you like him? You like you him? Like him? <laughs> we like him. You should sign him. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Talks about the Colts. There's been rumor. Vikings have been a rumor. There's a lot of rumors. It's rumors. I don't think anything is going to get solved with that until after the draft. Very possible. It's not very possible. It's the hundred percent truth. Very possible. It's the truth. It's, we'll, yeah. The truth. We'll see. Collusion with me. I've got all the insiders telling me this. A lot of kicker news. We don't really care about that. Is there... Isaiah McKenzie was cut by the Bills. Foster Moreau <laughs> retired. Yeah, after finding. The Saints did a physical on him. Found Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, so. Uh, wishes to him, prayers to him, you know, that he can recover from that. Yep. Uh, Austin Hooper was going to the Raiders, as well as O.J. Howard. So, Cody Hayden Hurst? Yeah, that was like two weeks ago. Huh? Hayden Hurst. I don't know. If, I don't think we got to Hayden Hurst. Um, Probably not. Um, he was a first round tight end, wasn't he? First, was he first round tight end? I hope not. I think he was. I think he was taking over Mark Andrews in the same draft. Both by the Ravens. Those scouts that are now fired. <laughs> there was oh man, what was the There was a receiver that I was gonna bring up that replaced pretty much um Yeah, Hayden Hurst was twenty fifth overall. So another very average weapon for the for the Panthers. But yeah, there was a receiver. I can't think of his name right now. He was signed by the Bills. And when he's on the field, he missed all of last season, but he you know, showed some flashes. And so he could be, uh, you know, a dynasty stash. Let me try and find that name. But any other news that you guys can think of that I'm forgetting? You're not talking about Trent Sherfield, are you? No, not Trent Sherfield. Let me see. It is Deontay Hart- Hardy, 25 years old, coming from the Saints. Huh? Um, Never heard of him. He's he's a deep ball threat, so. Only when Jameis Winston's out there. Was out there with him. Yeah. <laughs> 
but now he gets Josh Allen, so it's better, better threat there. But we're going to go ahead and get into the draft coverage then. Draft. We're going to talk about the top. Did we do six tight ends? Or was it five? Five. I think five, it was five. Five tight ends, top five quarterbacks. Rank them and uh, you know, just go over what you could look for in this upcoming draft. We'll start with tight ends. Tight ends. Finish with quarterbacks because <clears throat> quarterbacks Shit. are more sexy. I had my tight quarterback stuff pulled up. At number five, personally, I have Musgrave from Oregon State. Why do you hate Musgrave? Luke <laughs> Luke Musgrave. I also hate Musgrave. State. Uh, Hugo also hates him because he has him at five as well. I hated him because there's not much film on him. He got hurt this last year. Yeah, he's been cleared medically from the knee injury that he had, so he's fully cleared on that. He ran a fast 40, which was good to see, but lacking of maybe some blocking, and he kind of didn't seem like somebody you put down line it was uh spread out a little bit i'll go over hugo's cons here um because you were talking about blocking blocking is booty at times <laughs> and wow. production mostly came from bootlegs with him in space stutter steps during routes to try to throw off defenders but does it to his qb as well so, throws uh, off his quarterback yeah. meaning um <laughs> Yeah, he seems like just more of just a receiving threat. And I, I think in the NFL, teams will probably take him off the field in running situations. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's not going to be a full-time tight end anytime soon. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I see the athletic ability, but I don't see a whole lot there that mm-hmm. said he was going to be a there's productive just, NFL starter. There's not much there to like look at because he didn't play many snaps any either year of it so it's just tough didn't have much production only two touchdowns his whole career yeah but he only played like one two games this last year yeah and then before they had somebody else who was drafted I think last year by the Texans that played there and kind of split snaps with him there this was supposed to be his year until he got busted. Busted. It's got to be like the those shitty uh, Gronk commercials. The U.S. Is it USA? Oh, the stupid ones yeah. where he's like, I wish I'd have that even though I'm a fucking millionaire and I don't need to worry about this shit. But yeah, when they call him out, he's like, oh, busted. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what he got there. All right, number four, Hugo has Sam Laporta from Iowa here. I have Sam Laporta there as well. Yeah, I mean, Musgrave and Laporta pretty much tied for me, four and five. I have Laporta here, but I actually like him a lot more than Musgrave. Personally, I could see a path where he could become uh, a starting tight end. Mm-hmm. 
He was definitely more of a focal point of his offense at Iowa. Yeah. More of a chain mover. He Not was. really a, the red zone threat, but more of a chain mover. And from what I saw, it was just like whenever the quarterback felt like he was in trouble, he was just looking his way. And that was so he was like a safety blanket for him there. So I, I, I like that with the tight end, someone that just mm-hmm. can be trusted by. A little bit of a smaller <coughs> guy out of the group. 6'3", 245. It's a little bit smaller for a tight end, but. Of the group that he's going against, definitely small, yeah. but I don't think it's out of anything. I liked one of the things I did like was his yards after catch. He ne- he had nearly had half of them after, so shows he can move with the ball and not just go up and catch. Yeah, Hugo has yak beast and a smooth route runner as his pros for him. Weird. What's he probably fit in well with a well established team like the Bengals, Chiefs. Dolphins, I like Cowboys. The, the Bengals one. That would be nice to get Burrow mm-hmm. another weapon for, you know, the down the middle kind of thing. Yeah, but, he's definitely a, a a pass type situation, not necessarily a a full run guy either. Struggles with the blocking a little. Yeah, it's just like hard because even when we did tight ends last year, it was like before the draft. You know, we liked Isaiah Likely and. And Jelani Woods, and then they got drafted to teams that they weren't in line to be their run heavy teams and run heavy teams as well. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's it's better to kind of take a look after the draft and see where their landing spots is, and then kind of mm-hmm. that's the thing. There their too. situation and their offensive scheme is going to dictate their success, but they show flashes. Mm-hmm. Woods and and uh, what's the other guy you just said? Uh, Isaiah Likely. Isaiah Likely, especially. They definitely showed flashes when they get volume and opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was preseason. like last year, the top four tight ends, Greg Dolchich was like the only one that got oh. to like a spot that he could become the starter immediately. Like even uh, McBride for the Cardinals had to go sit behind Ertz for a little bit. And then we talked about the other two. They were backups for run-heavy offenses. So, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll have to take a look after the draft and see how these players are affected. Number three, though, Darnell Washington. For me and Hugo, I think. I have Darnell Washington. There. I have Darnell Washington as well. The big beast. He's a monster. I want him higher. I do. I would agree. I want him higher, <clears throat> but I just can't do it. He's not really like that clean route runner yards after catch guy he's a head of steam bully that's gonna be physical yeah i love his blocking though <laughs> he's a great blocker sixth lineman out there so uh if he could get to the right situation he's never gonna leave the field the funny part is i kept watching him and every time he would get uh, free on the sidelines he he was always trying to hurdle and yeah it was like <laughs> he did he successfully hurdled one person yeah, but it's but... like you were 280 pounds <laughs> gotta protect them knees just... though Run them the fuck off. Yeah. Uh, that, and it seemed, dude has hands. For being a blocker, he's got hands. Catching shit one-handed, being able to get his feet down, very controlled. Yeah, but I think. There's, I don't know, I don't know why I'm like hesitant, but 6'7 seems a little tall for a tight end. You know who you remind <laughs> me of watching him? The way he like stumbled through the field, like with speed kind of? Gronk. Like, very similar to Gronk, oh. but not, like, he only had three touchdowns his whole career. Yeah. So, they, he's really not that that offensive weapon that you think he is, but he's 
he definitely moved the chains. Yeah, the other tight end in their offense was more the their receiving tight end. They kind of used him to help block a lot and everything like that, which he was tremendous at. He does have the skill set to become more of a receiving tight end, but it's just once again situation. One, mm-hmm. uh, where would be a good spot for him? He's someone I think could fit on like any team really. He can be mixed in there for sure. He's not really going to carry a load. His best game in college was a five reception, 60-yard, one touchdown game. Yeah, but when you play on Georgia, is there really much need for you to have monster games as a tight end? Yeah, exactly. I think I would like him on Dallas. That'd be a good fit, actually. I think that's... I put Packers, Commanders, Titans, one of those. More like don't don't balance. don't do Titans, okay? My boy Chig is over there, and that's one of my guys. Like <laughs> he, he can't do this to me. I right? am trying to get him everywhere I can. Well, it's I doubt first Tennessee's spending a draft pick on a tight end right now. I mean, Darnell Washington might be third, fourth round. I don't think he'll drop that far. I think second to fifth. That's what I put. I mean, last year we had one tight end go in the first two rounds. Yeah, but there wasn't tight ends like bro Trey McBride and Dulcich. They had great tape, great measurables. I think these guys are a little different. I think I can see him going like a a third rounder, second early if somebody wants him. Especially with a team that has multiple picks in the second or third round, which there's a lot of those. Yeah, but I <laughs> I'll be trying to get him in third rounds of of rookie drafts. I think. Just for that high potential upside, especially at the tight end position, which sucks year in and year out. Mm-hmm. Number two, this is where I differ with Hugo for the first time. He has Michael Mayer. I have Dalton Kincaid. Hey, I was struggling with that too. I, going back and forth. I have a 1A and 1B. There you go. Yeah, that's more fair. I have Michael Mayer as the B though. I think Dalton... Kincaid uh, went to Juco first and then got um, got transferred to Utah. Mm-hmm. And that's where he really blossomed. This last year he had eight touchdowns, by far his best season. Yeah, he goes up the, the seam and you know is a pretty good athlete. I think probably one of the better athletes of this bunch. Not as... Fast as I thought he was gonna run his forty, though I thought he'd be like closer to four four. I mean, he's still dealing with a little bit of a back injury, but oh, a minor fracture in his back. Yeah, so <laughs> minor fracture. Minor yeah. fracture. Yeah, <laughs> fracture in your back is nothing lightly. That's true. So I mean, still four seven with that going on. Like that's right in the middle of the pack of all the tight ends, if not on the top side of them. Yeah. Hugo says attacks and wins often, has good hands and body control. Who are we talking about Kincaid right now? For, okay. You know, I figure we'll start with Kincaid. All right. They're both 1A, 1B kind of. Sounds seems good. Like. Yeah. I have Kincaid at, at second. And then his con says, he said size, but he's being picky. 6'3", 245, about the same That's size. That's the same size yeah. as all the other yeah. ones. He just, Kincaid to me just seems like. A guy that can just take over in the like first year, like 
doesn't need much babying around. He's been he played five years of college, so he's definitely going to be a mature guy coming out, mm-hmm. or mature-ish, I should say. <laughs> One of his greatest moments was a 16 catch game. With a career high, two hundred thirty-four yards. Yeah, watch one touchdown. That one. So he could oh. definitely, um, you know, shoulder the load for the offense. Yeah. He had seventy receptions last year. That's a pretty good amount for him. All right, talk about Michael Mayer too. Um, Hugo and I agree because he put as cons doesn't have elite speed, which I kind of agree with. He said not a very physical blocker, and I felt like he was probably the most physical blocker. Out of the group, I mean, Washington had more of the the pancake blocks, yeah. but I think he was actually in every play just getting his helmet like onto a defender with some physicality. And there's a difference between a tight end blocking and what you expect versus a lineman blocking. Like a tight end, you're just really hoping to get in the way mm. and just hold on for dear life. <clears throat> Mayer was actually someone that I saw some flashes of Gronk in. Uh, just the way he high points the ball and uh, some just his kind of physicality. I don't think he's as good of an athlete as Gronk, but he kind of shows some of that awkward he just awkward physicality yeah. and stuff like that. He almost moved like – it was almost like we talked about. It was slow motion when you watched him. He would like move slower. It, it felt like he wasn't necessarily getting like wide open, but he would make the catches. He was in there. And he'd just get hit and people would bounce. He was Mr. Reliable for that offense. Mm-hmm. He was most of that offense. Yeah, ran a 4-7. Same as the Kincaid guy, which is, it, it's like, if you watch their film, they don't look like they move the same speed <clears throat> at, at all. Well, I like, guess that's why they're tight ends and not receivers, right? They got a little <laughs> bit of that, that weight on them. Yeah, he's not the type that's going to get crazy separation, but he, he can get concentric. Contested catch is pretty, mm-hmm. pretty good. Where I think Kincaid's more of that fits kind of like the more Evan Ingram type or oh, athletic than now. everything. Maybe not. <laughs> Evan Ingram's failed career. Huh? Evan Ingram's failed career. You can hey, compare looked, him to that. He looked good. Last this year. guy. I, okay. When I saw Kincaid, <laughs> I thought more of like Gusecki. We didn't even like, talk about Gusecki. I missed that in the news part. He went to the Patriots. Oh shit! Yeah. So. I haven't paid attention to who's gone where because madness happened and it was pretty good to watch. Brackets got busted <coughs> instantly. Uh, so, but he's definitely a future starter, Michael Mayer. Yeah, I think those are two guys that are definitely going to be looked at in the second round, if not sneak into the first. If if Mayer goes to the Patriots, I'm drafting him oh everywhere. Okay. <laughs> That means, I mean, that means he sees Gronk in him. Okay, if it, if they had a different quarterback there, maybe. Uh, all right, should we go to the quarterbacks? Speaking of, I think so. Number five on each person's list. I think this is going to be. It's going to get interesting already. It is. We're going to get interesting. I'm already going to throw out my rankings and. Rerank them. You're oh, you're throwing them out right and right right away. Yeah. yeah, I'm switching number five. Okay, I've got five, four and five. I'm switching them. So. Five for Hugo is Will Levis. Yes, agreed. Agreed Me too. over there. 
I have Anthony Richardson. I have. You need to get out right now. <laughs> it's all I, good. I have. I was going back and forth. I'm, uh, I'm going to say Levis, too. Um, we were watching some tape before, and I think, you know, he's got a great quick release. But as me and Chowder were talking about, I feel like he forces the ball, tries to just gun everything in there. Not saying that reminds me too much of Zach Wilson and and Drew Locke. He throws a nice ball, like when he takes his time and he throws it and gets the air under it. It looks nice when it's thrown. It's not anything. He just yeah, it's, he overdoes the the. I've got. He's like I have to throw it in this tight window, otherwise it's gonna get picked. It's like just find a better throw then. Uh, Hugo compared him to uh, Jameis Winston. It's either big play or turnover. Uh, he also said he stands in the pocket too long and takes big hits while staring down his primary target. He did take a lot of hits, but he's very durable. Well, he's for some, that. well, to have the ability to stand in the pocket isn't something you have out of people. A lot of times they panic. So him not panicking, maybe it's a downfall in college. I'm sure the NFL is going to work on it with him, but it's not like it's not the death sentence for a quarterback. Like I'd rather have somebody too comfortable in the pocket than not comfortable at all. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It like, I feel like a lot of his production in terms of yards came from bubble screens. And I know that's what happens a lot in college football in general, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like Kentucky really relied on that. Not necessarily his fault that that's what the play call is and everything like that. But I don't know. I, just I mean, in the SEC with what he it. did with Kentucky, with I doubt they probably have much talent coming into the NFL from that team. I had Wandale Robinson last year. Okay. Josh Allen, <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell, Antonio. No, that's a, no. Never mind. Those were Memphis. Strike that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the record. Sorry. Go back to Paxton Lynch. Last good Kentucky quarterback. That was Memphis too, damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and that's, Derek kind of said he kind of reminded him of. I said Drew Locke. Drew Locke, oh, yeah. yeah. Drew Locke and who else? And uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, yeah. yeah. People were comparing him to Josh Allen, and I did not see that. I mean, he's got a big arm, and he does have really good rushing ability at a four rushing touchdown game. Which was highlight of his career. Now there is a guy though that's in this draft that looks a little, that kind of reminds me of Josh Allen. And that's your number five guy. That's my number five guy, Anthony Richardson. Yep, he oh. reminds me more of Cam Newton. Uh, he does. There's Cam Newton involved just because of his rushing ability, but it's the accuracy part that makes me compare him to Allen. We'll we'll wait and talk before we, we'll get to the yeah. rest of the consensus because uh, even right here, number four. Hendon Hooker for me and Hugo. Is that? I have Will Levis at okay, four. I have him at four. I have Hendon Hooker at four. Okay. Any other, anything you wanted to add about Levis or you feel like you got most of it? I think he's, I, I think he's a good, no, I don't want to say project quarterback, but. Uh, Sorry, I just read ahead of on one of Hugo's cons, and I'll jump it up in a second. <laughs> I've got distracted, so yeah, I'll be done with okay. this. Let's talk about Hendon Hooker. Um, as Hugo and you have brought it up, 52-5 to five touchdown to turnover ratio. 
it's pretty pretty great i love his just safety almost like maybe he's a little too cautious didn't go watch a ton of film but it's possible he was too cautious and not taking shots but i and to me that just screams somebody who takes care of the football and oh, yeah. you love that like and by, based off his percentage his completion percentage there's nothing that says all he does is either short passes or throw it away like <clears throat> i think part of the issues with him is uh one age at 25 years old and two the fact that he tore his acl last season yeah he's still not recovering from that yeah not fully well, that was in november so he's the, he, he's gonna be pushing for a, a beginning of the year type deal if he is playing, and he also played in a predominantly spread system. So who knows how that's going to translate to the pro or wherever he lands? I mean, he played just great last year, especially in big games too. Like he looks great dueling with Bryce Young, mm-hmm. and so he just—he's another one that just looked cool, calm, collected in the pocket. Great throws, like. I actually part of his issues. I think he sometimes doesn't throw with enough zip sometimes, and like doesn't find his windows as much as he could. Yeah, and I think with the spread offense, he didn't really have to go through his progressions as much. He was kind of more just reliant on that first read, which I mean, he did great with it. Mm-hmm. And but there's just yeah, there's a few things that just feels iffy about I think the injury portion's the hardest part with the guy coming out and you don't want to have him thinking about that first year in the NFL when he's going against the top of the top mm-hmm. I mean I guess I don't know it's just like hard because like where do you take a guy like this in what round Denver in the fourth and then third actually I can see him going in the first to the Bucks. 19 overall i mean maybe because it's like with a guy like him you're gonna be able to put him on the pub list and not have to use that roster spot even if you want to put him on the ir for the whole year just let him recover but it's just i wouldn't mind it being denver because it's like you know kind of high upside guy with the potential i don't think he'll go first just because i think teams are going to be scared off by the age and injury is it does uh, going first outweigh the the risk reward because you get that extra year on the five year contract, so you they might have to just so they don't have to pay more later. Uh, I think you just kind of I with the you're looking for starters, immediate impact mm-hmm. guys on the first. I don't think you can really afford to get a quarterback who's a little bit of a project and and gonna sit out the first year. Only if it's like a team trading back into the first round like the Ravens did for Lamar. What about a Detroit? Drafted him with the second pick they have in the first round. Someone like that, maybe. You know, a team that doesn't necessarily have their for sure full-time quarterback. I just feel like he's going to last to the second, so so one of these teams can grab him then. Like, I don't think they're going to have to really force the issue on it. I think, yeah, I think he'll probably drop just because of the... Yeah, the torn ACL is a bummer, dude. Yeah. If that hadn't happened, I'm positive he goes in the first round. Interesting. All right, let's go to number three. Um, Guessing this is where you guys have 
Richardson? No. This is where I have Richardson. This is where I have Hooker. This is where I have that tiny short guy named Bryce Young. This is also where Hugo has Bryce Young. And this is what I laughed at because I looked at his cons and he said he's the size of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I love the way he just <laughs> describes his his cons. It's not normal words. It's Mickey Mouse and doo-doo. And... Well, some um, of us haven't been to Disney World, all right? I haven't yeah. either. I don't know. He I mean, Mickey Mouse looked pretty big next to Hasbula. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, once again, before the podcast, we're talking about. We so who are we talking about here? Uh, we're talking about the number three uh, spot. We're talking about Richardson. We have. I'm the only one that has Richardson at one at three. Oh, I was gonna say at what? three. Okay. We have two Bryce Youngs. All right. And we just talked about Hooker. Okay. So we'll not talk about Hooker. Well, I know that. So we'll go with Bryce Young since he has the most number three spots. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Hugo said he's deadly accurate in short intermediate routes and uh, throws on the run well. I think most of my issues was with him not having clean pocket. His accuracy was just went downhill pretty pretty fast when he was forced to to make decisions. He didn't step up mm-hmm. in the pocket well. Took a lot of seven seven step drops or just kind of deep in the pocket just to give him that extra space because he's the size of Mickey Mouse. Uh, <laughs> he just didn't look comfortable. Just not. He's his feet are always moving. He's not quiet back there trying to settle. He's very much like I've got two seconds. If it's not gone, he starts panicking and scrambles around and. Maybe that's why he's good at throwing outside the pocket, but yeah, I just wish I could see, would have seen a lot more of him being able to step up and you know go through his progressions without without needing to scramble or without needing to just kind of force a pass. There's a little scary watching him too because he seemed to like to run a little bit more than these other quarterbacks too, and for someone the size of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that's six a little foot, scary. Like six foot, we'll say no, two hundred. No, he's pounds. five foot ten. Five ten, two hundred pounds. Two hundred five was his heaviest weight recorded. He's probably gonna be playing at one ninety five, one ninety. Yeah, that's that's frightening. Uh, especially be, that quarterback, especially running. as a guy that yeah he is a runner too. Like, and you're gonna go to a bad team, and you're probably not gonna get protected all the time. I mean, he might have Laramie Tunsil, the highest paid tackle in NFL history, yeah. but better stand right behind him. <laughs> he can't jump on his shoulders. <laughs> he can't, and he's still not completely cleared from his AC shoulder joint, right? Uh, I don't know on that information. That's why he didn't participate in the combine. One of the reasons. No, but did he, he do it? He, he threw in his, his pro day. day today. Yeah, today he had his pro day, so yeah. he, he looked a little. I mean, he looked good, but Man. he didn't weigh himself at his pro day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I like seeing pro days and seeing the throws, but it's like also it's like you're throwing with. No defense. Scripted. No pads. Yeah, no pads. You're just being able to just go out there and throw like you should be able to make these throws. Yeah. So I'm not. It's almost you look for the bad ones to see how bad they are and how many of them there are. Yeah. All right. Any other comments on Bryce before we move on? He will be the second quarterback drafted. More than likely. Should than likely. he be? Yeah. I doubt it. All right. Number two, who does number two work for? According to Hugo, it's Anthony Richardson. The tank. 
Yeah, Anthony Richardson as well. Yep. Okay. We have Bryce Young at two. Okay. I have uh, Bryce Young as well. Uh, we'll talk about Anthony Richardson. So we'll just talk about Bryce. I wanted to put Anthony Richardson higher, basically just because of potential. Um, we, you know, we've said he could he could be compared to Josh Allen. Kind of the big, strong arm, but not as accurate as you would want. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 52 in college isn't the prettiest. It's not the prettiest. You think that's what he was? Something around the 50s, low 50s? Oh, is it last year? Uh, 53 yeah. percent, uh, percent completion. Yeah. He um, was also under pressure quite a bit. We watched some film before these. and He did have nine rushing touchdowns, so yeah, he did have to take off a lot. And I, I like that he... Is a he's a runner, but he also does keep his eyes downfield as he's scrambling and getting out. So it's like there was one play where it seemed like he was done, and then out of nowhere, just threw a quick little pass to the tight end, gave, got like twenty yards on the mm-hmm. sideline. He so does like, get himself into those off balance throws where he tries to use a lot of his arm. So mm-hmm. his mechanics do need work, but he is pretty accurate. Like when he. When he gets the ball there, when he doesn't miss, like, completely. That's what makes me just remind me of Allen. It's like someone just needs to teach him control. Yeah. He does. He didn't have the greatest of weapons at Florida either. Um, so, it's like. And he's that red zone thread just like Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen at the goal line. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's what, we're, the, what we're seeing now in today's NFL is we get these running quarterbacks and you design a system that's based around them and allow them to throw to their strengths and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I've kind of been, I was on record last week saying in a rookie draft, I think I'm willing to take him first in terms of like quarter, quarterbacks, not we just potential, but it's just that. like, I mean, even just look at Justin Fields when we did the complete NFL redraft, he was, I don't know, 11th quarterback taken off the board. But it's like next year, there's gonna I'm gonna have a hard time finding many quarterbacks that I'm gonna take in, him above after in fantasy, because it's just that rushing ability, that high upside of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just like the lack that of potential. weapons around him, so he's got to take over. Yeah, the situation's really gonna. We don't know where Richardson is. I, I was talking. I was like, I think I would like him in Indy with Steichen, who's yes, had that's what I was who's thinking. had experience with the running quarterback mm-hmm. and hurts. Quinn Nelson pulling, lead blocking for him. Yeah, you have a good receiver in Michael Pittman. You have a good trio of tight ends. You got Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Back. Yeah, Taylor. Like, so uh, it's like scary people to tackle in the backfield. Yeah, especially if you do a run pass option with Jonathan Taylor. He's going to take a lot of the defense with him. So I like Richardson. Um, Only 21, so he's still going to improve a lot. Hugo also had the comparison more with Cam Noon, but he did look Tim Tebow esque making those scrambles, <laughs> but he can actually pass unlike Tim Tebow. Hugo added tape shows better player than his numbers and bad games. I would say so, right? And I, I can I can agree with that. He would just have bad stretches. And he said that cons with him is he thinks he can just gun the ball through, through which gets him in trouble. Thinks he's all arm. So he he needs to work on that as but well. But he's durable, very durable. He's got a good. I like the way he throws too. Just he knows when to throw it hard and knows when to lob them. Yeah, Just there were some pretty passes. 
out of the passes that I've seen, he had the most wow factor passes where it was like, damn, that was a beautiful throw. He had the best highlights to me. Yeah. The most exciting highlights because the other guys. That's what I would say. More, more exciting. Pass, pass. Yeah. So it sounds like we are all in consensus here then with number one and Mr. C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. The prototypical. Is he a prototypical quarterback or is he? 6'3", 215, pocket passer, big arm, can make all the throws, dual threat. He's starting to show more of that dual threat ability. He doesn't run if he doesn't have to. He doesn't want to. I think that's which something. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's. <clears throat> Look at all the weapons he had at Ohio State, and he'd lose his receivers too and still put up the same numbers. Well, and it, we were talking about it when I was watching him. It, it was like I was watching a highlight tape on Harrison too. Just everything was, oh, what oh. a grab by Harrison. Harrison Jr.? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, but, yeah, I think just the fact that he just stays calm no matter what the situation is too hugo compared him to like kind of a burrow in that sense that's, of like, a, that's what i was gonna say yeah you know i think this would be more burrow light i don't think he's that level he's got a better arm than burrow did coming out the draft Ooh, that's tough but i can't say i didn't do rookie coverage back in the day but yeah i just yeah i love that fact about him it's just like I feel like that's one of the top things for a quarterback is how does he deal with pressure. And to me, too, he was the best one with stepping up into the pocket, handling that rush, and still you know, making relatively good decisions on, on the majority of the... You didn't have many that I was like, what is he thinking? Like, He definitely was... He just looked in control of the offense. He was the operator he'd go through all his reads that's why he'd stay in the pocket he'd absolutely great receivers but he was also leading them mm-hmm. to you know allow oh. them to get more you know there wasn't better like where the defender can't get to yeah they were over underthrown where the defender overran them and they just stopped and were able to catch it like mm-hmm. they were in stride they were on the back shoulder where they couldn't get like he just I, I was on the, I told Derek, I was on the Bryce Young train for a while until I watched this film and I hopped off very fast. He's definitely, to me, he's the only, <clears throat> he's the only day one starter that you could just draft day yeah. one start. I, I think pretty so. confident. I'd say 80% that he's going to Carolina, which is like, you're not going to have a whole lot of weapons there, but that's an awful percentage. 80. Yeah. Why is that awful? It's like 99.99% positive. I'll give 95. Uh, <laughs> 99.99. So I hope they get him another receiver. He's also the only of the five quarterbacks we're talking to have monster games. And um, he set a Rose Bowl record, 573 yards, six touchdowns. And it's That's- just like, too, you look at Georgia's defense dominated a lot of teams that they played. And he had himself a a, a day mm-hmm. versus them. That was a great and game. It was like they didn't lose because of him. It yeah. was like there was just Georgia. You know, ended up coming back and becoming making better plays in the end. But if they don't lose Harrison, they win. Not only that, but he pretty much led the what would have been the game winning drive. The mm-hmm. kicker just missed it. So yeah. it's like that's true too, right there. Uh, Can't trust kickers. <laughs> He ain't getting a job in the NFL. <laughs> so, yeah, CJ Stroud, I think 
should be a lock for the number one spot. I am looking forward to. I mean, it would have been great to have him with DJ Moore, but you know, they did what they had to do to get him. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. He's going to be thrown at Adam Thielen. Uh, Wide open. Killing it. Killing it. <laughs> Thielen, killing it. No. You know what this is? Breakout year. LaVisca Chenault. <laughs> oh, you've been on that train for way now. too long, buddy. He shows flashes every time. Been on, jump off the train. Come on, Because athletically, he's a freak, but he's just not a route runner. Uh, he's, he's just, it's that CU that got to his head. He's just a disappointment. He's just a disappointment. Just like most CU players. Uh, shit. Did you see the Deion Sanders video from today when he was yelling at his DBs? Nope. They, God bless that man. <laughs> he was like, I'm already he's like, I'm already irritated with all y'all. He's like, DBs, why the hell are y'all wearing back plates? He was like <laughs> and he was like asked his receiver coach, he was like, You teaching people to hit people in their or the DBs in their back? He's like, No, take off those damn back plates. Man's got a point. <laughs> So, you also got to wear the right socks or else you get kicked out of the weight room. It's just funny. Too, what? He walked in and everybody's wearing white socks except this one dude's wearing black socks. What? Black socks? Get the f- see. Th- see, this is where I fucking, it drives me insane with coaches. Like, are you really going to care about fucking socks that accountability, much? Like, it's not accountability. I mean, granted, so they're D1, so it's a little different. They get all this shit given to them and everything. But, like, even when I was at my small school, they used to freak out if people wore a different pair of shorts that they were still the college shorts, but not the specific ones. And it's like, yeah, because you got. You, yeah, but they're not doing our fucking laundry. It, show, it shows They're not that, doing this shit for us. <laughs> yeah, like, it shows that you care enough to make sure you have everything in order, that you have washed your right clothes, you, you know what you're doing that day, what's going on. It's like one of our coaches got mad at us because I was all of us come from different high schools and we all have different colored undershirts under our fucking pat. They didn't like that. It had to be white, black, or red. It's like I didn't have that shit. I was purple and gold. Like why would I have red or any of that color? Like I'm it, it like shit like that drives me insane. But Is that whatever. Why are you wearing purple right now? It was just he's what still, I wore. He's still representing. Yeah. For... It's a it's a blue purple. But I, I, my thing is, is just funny because it's like he's like, no, you're wearing those black plates to to look good. Well, that's yeah. And I'm like, it's coming from the guy who said, play good or look, look good, good, feel good, play good. <laughs> so it's play just good, they pay good. <laughs> I mean, right there, you just like you just counterdicting yourself with that shit. And... Yeah, and people are already getting on him because he's like, oh, everyone has to earn their spot and earn their number, and they're like, but you. Your, your son, your son, the starting spot. <laughs> you hey, whatever he's doing, paper. it's working because he's signing high star recruits. Yeah, it's because people want to go play for Deion Sanders. Hell yeah, has nothing to do for anything except for his name's Deion Sanders. Um, Prime time. So, yeah, uh, it's not gonna work. It's gonna fail. News that probably won't matter, but we'll say it anyways. Broncos signed former Saints running back Tony Jones Jr. Who? Tony Jones Jr. So Mike Jones. Reunited with Sean Payton, probably will be more of a backup special teams role. Coaches love doing that, huh? Just bringing, bringing in dudes from, yeah, from other teams. I mean, that you would too. I guess because they already know the system and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're just like, man, this guy really worked his ass off. I like what I saw out of him. Yeah. You know, kind of. I guess that's that. why it didn't really surprise me Miles Sanders signed with the Panthers. Yeah. I think... Josh McDaniels has brought over a ton of Patriot players. 
So you go with what you know. You know these players. You're not really taking a shot on them as much as you would be on somebody you don't know, and you're just signing. You don't know if they're gonna fit personality-wise, if they're gonna cause issues. You never know. Yeah, never know. All right. Um, you know that's why Eagles can't sign Zeke. I'm sorry, you can't get the Dallas out of him. Oh, he's, right. I don't think he's I, staying I did, in the division. I did get the report that said that the Eagles feel comfortable with their running back yeah. group right now. So makes probably sense. not happening, especially when they can draft Bijan Robinson in the first round. <laughs> I mean, I think he he did have a visit with the Eagles. I mean, you gotta you gotta have all these people in no matter what. Yeah. You got to do your diligence on these guys. You what do you guys the got? The tenth on. pick. Tenth. Bijan and thirty first. Thirty. They're actually thirtieth. Sorry. Ten is for Bijan, baby. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Got, well, I got oh. the top 16 right here. Yeah, maybe at the end of the first, but I don't think he'll be there. They got to spend a 10th round pick on him. Eagles have too many other places to start building. Not when you can get the most special player to come out. It doesn't matter if he's special. What's special about it is in five years, you're going to have to either pay him or let him walk. You pay him. And then you just draft another Whatever one. he wants. It's Bajan. <laughs> Bajan. You're just like saying it. I don't like, feel comfortable projecting running backs because then they get hurt. I know, but I you can't. They're I'll just say this. I mean, last year I was absolutely in love with Brees Hall, still am, and I like Bajan more than Brees Hall. You so jumped like, off that Swift bandwagon really fast. So I'm still on it. Okay, <laughs> doesn't feel great right now. It's very bumpy. I feel like I'm riding in a wagon across the Oregon Trail, but. Yeah. Well, I'll tell everybody this. This is going to probably be the one year I don't draft Swift, and so that's when he's finally going to have his year because oh, I finally pulled my parachute and jumped this off might that be the, plane. This might be the time that I, like, I'm – it might be good to draft Swift because he's probably going to have a later round pick yes. on him, so it's like less risk. He's still going to be fine with Montgomery, though. Yeah, I mean, he's a big play guy. I mean, they could become a, a – a chub and hunt. That's my hope. I don't know. No, because neither one of them's a chub. Yeah, neither one. Um, neither one. Montgomery's better than chub. No, not well. Are you that. high? Wow. Kidding. All right, so Cut let's that. go to our Stop ex- doing drugs. XFL coverage. Ooh. We have the Seattle Sea Dragons, Ben DiNucci, MVP, going against the Orlando Guardians. Give me the Sea Dragons. <coughs> Those. Well, considering Ooh. the Guardians are 0 5, yes, I'll take the Sea Dragons. Yeah, I'll go with Sea yeah, Dragons. Well, Guardians are the worst team. Uh, just wait till they get Carson Wentz, though. Uh, <laughs> or Zeke, you know. <laughs> might go tear up that league. Uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks versus the Vegas Vipers. Battlehawks all day, baby. I will also be taking the Battlehawks. I'm gonna go with the Vipers. Taking the one and four Vipers. Yep. Upset. Ruin. Upset. The San Antonio Brahmas at Arlington to play the Renegades. Give me the Brahmas in an upset. I'll keep taking the favorites. Give me the Renegades. <laughs> what are they favored by? I'll take the Renegade. Let's see. No, 
know why he looks that up. Houston Roughnecks at the DC Defenders. Roughnecks. Give me those defenders. Who, who's our team? <laughs> the Houston Roughnecks. So they're actually, all, all the games are pretty much three point spread, except the Sea Dragons at the Guardians, which is a nine point spread. <laughs> Guardians suck so bad. Uh, yeah, Roughnecks at DC Defenders. I will take the DC Defenders. Oh. Aren't they the only undefeated team? Yes, 5 and 0 versus 4 and 1. So two of the best teams are going to be playing each other Monday Listen, night. You don't say that. Don't you ever discount the Sea Dragons like that, baby. Who beat who the beat two Houston? Two. Dra- who beat Houston? That's their only loss. That huh? was the Sea Dragons, baby Ben DiNucci. <laughs> oh my god. Cowboys so you ruined that, so you ruined a possible 5 and 0 5 versus 5 and 0 team. Sure did. Sweet. Great. Sea Dragons. Great. I lost all respect for Danucci once he got pissed off because um, Josh Gordon ran the wrong route or something, and he's like, "Get him off the field!" I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Hey, you gotta you gotta set the limit. You you know, if he runs the wrong route, that's worse than fucking wearing the wrong colored socks. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you got a point. You got a point there. Either way, you're getting off the field. <laughs> what I. Uh, what I love is that uh, the USFL, did you see their commercial where they're trying to take shots at the XFL? Uh-uh. They're taking shots? Yeah. It oh, was like man. a preview of their season, and it was like, real football is finally back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I didn't know we had another league to come after this one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, much football. Right now, Kansas State and Michigan State. Overtime, 92 to 92. No one cares. March Madness. What the hell? We're not watching this madness. (laughs) Uh, UConn is blowing out Arkansas. They're blowing Arkansas? Blowing them. So, yeah. Let's go K-State. With that, we're going to get out of here. K-State. Wildcat. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like those girls... When we cover the running back position, I get to just bajon all over this place. Peace out, everybody. Spending motherfucking millions. Yeah. Trying to make 